0: All right, so this morning is a little bit of a shorter reading, and I've got to get into some other studying that I'm doing, but uh, there's really um, a couple huge lessons um, and, and a great reminder here in the reading today. So we're looking at John chapter 7, verses 25 through 36, and in this first section, 25 through 31 in chapter 7, we see the Jewish leaders of, of of the day the pharisees watching on as people are kind of debating about jesus well who is this what is that what is this guy and they're 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 kind of going back and forth as to whether this is the long-awaited messiah and and they're on the fence about it and the consensus ends up being that this this can't be the long-awaited messiah for two big reasons that they cite one is they know where jesus comes from galilee and their belief was that the messiah would come from an unknown origin from an unknown place like you know there's got to be this mysterious element to it because that's what had been taught um you know as they as they were growing up in their faith that was the that was the story and um on top of that they were debating whether or not Jesus had really done enough miracles I mean uh, is is this he is this really the, the the Messiah? I mean, he's only done however many miracles. I mean, he's John has cited, you know, six or seven of them for us. and um the other disciples you know matthew mark uh, and and Luke or the other gospel writers, they cite a few others as well. But I mean, is that really all the miracles that that jesus that that God, that the Messiah would really do? No, it couldn't be. and and so, you know, if you think about that for a minute, it's a little funny, I, I think almost in a sad way. I mean, how much ego do we have to have to take that position to presume that we know what God would and wouldn't do? I mean, we 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 constantly look at the world around us and try to make judgments about God. We've talked about this before, This great this great line that you can tell a lot about an artist by looking at the painting, but you can't know. The artist by looking at the painting, and we are God's painting. You know, um, it, it's it's ridiculous to think that we can look at the world around us and understand God, and yet we do it all the time. Um, you know, we we do it all the time. And 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 besides that, what kind of God would would send a human man to save the world, and then let that man be tortured and hung on a cross to die? God would never do that, except that He did. Right, and and. So we have this amazing ability to armor up with with ego and assume that we can presume what God would and wouldn't do. And that gets us in trouble with our faith all the time. And then the next section, uh, verses 32 through 36, shows us that the Pharisees, the Jewish leaders were kind of piling on on top of this. So that first section, you kind of almost read it from the vantage point of the Pharisees overlooking the the common people i don't know what else you know the, the, everybody else talking about jesus now we we turn to the pharisees reaction and and their reaction has nothing to do with trying to seek the truth and find the truth they never never do we see anywhere in scripture uh that the, the pharisees were really pressing in to try to learn the truth what we find is that they were trying to preserve control and they wanted order and they wanted to maintain their influence and and again we do this we, I can read myself into this, into this story this morning, and and how often do I fail to be curious? Instead, I go around looking to justify the positions that I already have in my mind. Um, how often is are our minds made up, our eyes shut, our mouths open to declare what we, and I'm air quoting, know to be true? Or, you know, how long have you know I, I've lived long enough to know that I talk too much, that I listen too little, and I, I don't carry enough curiosity around in life with me, I, I hold my opinions firmly, and most of us do. God is God, and I, I certainly am not. <laughs> I believe that God can and does do what he wills, and there's no reason for me to hold firmly to all these things about the world, in the world, about God. I don't need to do that. God doesn't need my help to help me see reality. Um, I can live with more curiosity. I don't have to be so entrenched in my beliefs, um, you know. And and frankly, that sounds way more appealing to just be open and curious to what God is going to show me, rather than running around all the time and looking to justify my beliefs. If I if what God says is true, if God brought Jesus into the world, if Jesus died on the cross um, for a, as a as a sacrifice for me. And was raised from the dead god doesn't need my help to justify himself in this world Um, i can live curiously i can see i can hear and i can appreciate twice as much as i judge i speak and i justify so that's really the challenge for me today is just to enjoy what god gives today just to sit back and open my eyes smell the air see the world around me and just enjoy that god is doing something and hope that I can just catch his his message rather than seeking constantly and striving to make what I believe happen around me. And there's a subtlety there, but I think the life well-enjoyed and God well-enjoyed is is accompanied by that life of curiosity.